Pickaxe. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So people who are new listeners to the Yacht Pod won't really know who we are, no. what we do. No. Um, they wouldn't really know anything. They'll, they'll have mm. just watched the Icecraft mm. video. So do you mm. want to give us like give them a brief mm. intro as to what we do? Um, well, this this is the Yog Pod that you're listening to, and we are a podcast primarily devoted to monster truck racing. We love monster trucks. Um, this is your number one stop. Oh yeah! This is your number one pit stop, you might say, uh-huh. for your monster truck-related news and, and views and and current monster truck events and future events and and events that have happened in the past recently. Um, so what's going on? What's going on in monster truck news, man? Um. Okay. We well, you know. Um. Big Al. Sam Davidson. Yeah. No, no, not Big Al. Oh. I got oh, I've got some news from Big Al, but that okay. I can wait till later. Right. Sam Davidson. Um. You know they they call him the monster. Um. Do they call him um the monster Sam? Sam the Sam monster, the monster Davidson. Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's just, that's what people call him. Uh, not many people. Um, currently I think two people call him that. Um. But yes, yeah, Sam the Monster Davidson, he he got injured. Um I mean this is this is terrible news for the uh the the 2010 Monster Truck Cleveland Rally that's coming up yeah. in January. Yeah. Um because he was headlining it. So he looks doubtful if he'll recover. He's um he's lost both of his legs. He's broken both good, of his arms. Good lord! And his the top of his head got got cut off as well, well in a freak accident involving well, I mean, hopefully a windshield. Hopefully he'll be he'll be recovering. Out. You know, hopefully he'll be recovering in time for next season. But we don't know who's going to take his place. No, I think I was thinking. Um, oh, I was thinking. Who do you think? Panther Foot Reynolds. Lewis, who do you think's going to take his was, place? Was up there. No, 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 no. I'll give you a clue. You you mentioned. Oh him yeah, Big Al McFarlane. Yeah. Oh, Big Al, Big Al McFarlane. He he is stepping up to the plate. It, this this could be really his time to shine at the the Cleveland 2010 Monster Truck Rally that's coming up in January. I mean, I think that this this could be this is his big shot. Is he this still is in? Big is he still in the, the Turbo 8000 um, Speed Slick Power Glide? Uh, machine. <laughs> uh, machine. Just that. <laughs> um, oh God. Should we just keep this up for forty minutes? <laughs> oh God. I wish I actually knew something about monster trucks, because <laughs> then this would have been a lot easier to talk about. Hello, and welcome to TTV.
letters from the Yognaut. This one's from Sam Carruthers. Me and my girlfriend love your podcasts. While she may have a bit iffy about them at the start, she got into them after a while. Secretly, I think she harbours a bit of raging passion for one Mr. Honeydew. But it's cool. Like, seriously, who could resist that ginger ball of sex machine? I'm not sure I appreciate being called that. There you go. I mean, that's a bit... Ginger ball of sex machine. What the fuck? Yeah, man. Don't you like that? Is that what he That's came good. up with, or was that something that his girlfriend said? Uh, he, uh, ooh, I think he came up with that. Oh. <laughs> 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 he says he's, uh, yeah, so they're currently in Norway, so I'm afraid that, that it's not going to work, is it? It's not going to work out. Um, we got feedback from, oh, we, we should put out a warning at the start of the podcast about the the recipe from last week's show because oh no um people have been screwing it up and giving themselves food poisoning and stuff and I don't, or, <laughs> I don't want to take any responsibility oh, for you guys like screwing up well you know like not cooking the fish properly or like um oh, putting the bowls in the oven one guy put the bowls in the oven and they like broke the bowls oh it's just awful i mean to me um, it's not a big deal if someone puts a a bowl in the oven with a bag of fish and the bowl breaks. But if people actually get ill, they fall sick because of Hannah's recipe. They could probably sue us, Lewis. We'll sue Hannah. I'm a bit worried, that's all, because I think we we started off like a, we started off with something way, way, way too complicated. We should have started with like eggy bread or something, you know? Cheese on toast. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh like yeah, cheese and toast, man. How do you do maybe, cheese and toast? Maybe that's a bit too just, advanced. Do you toast the toast first? No, 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 no. Maybe we should just start with toast <laughs> by itself. <laughs> Let's learn to walk before yeah. we can run here. So that's the recipe of the week. We have a, have a jingle, by the way, for um, what? For the new Hannah's cooking segment. Have you heard it? No. What's this jingle? It's, it's, it's made by our Cats in Rhythm guy. Oh, right. We'll play it here, shit. and then we'll do cooking segment. That was lovely. <laughs> you haven't heard it yet. I'm not yeah. going to hear it, no, am just, I, until, it until the podcast is actually published. I'm not going to hear it. Shall I just pretend I'll put it in I've my comment, it. download it. Oh, that was amazing, Captain Rhythm. Well done. Well, that's lovely. Like, um, what the fuck? So, this week, Hannah's not here, so we're just going to fill in for her. Would you like to explain the recipe this week, Simon? Um, actually, people could visit www.cookingwithhannah.com for Hannah's very own cooking website for all your cooking needs. Oh, wow, look, some guy, Daniel Killick, sent us some videos, uh, videos, even pictures of... His um, his his Hannah's hot haddock, and it looks amazing. <gasps> but it looks rather lonely, like he only made it for one. Oh God! <laughs> oh. You know. <laughs> oh man. I feel a bit sorry for him. 
Anyway, so he well didn't done, get Daniel Killick. He did it. Carlos well done, Larios Daniel. contacts well us again. TJ Cinema. He's the guy that um, Carlos donated like a hundred Canadian dollars, a million pounds. Yeah. So he's basically it's a million pounds going real money on his own. He's a super fan. That's what he is, Lewis. He said my parents were away for the weekend, so I had my GF over. After properly cooking the tire fish in a bag and putting the bags on a baking sheet and not into the bowls and putting them in the oven. Wow, so he did it properly. We watched a movie. Success. I got some. It wasn't a home run as I'm still a virgin, but I'm almost there. What? Well, there we go. Um, it's a bit TMI. TBH. M8. LOL. Yes, but he has a message. He has a he has a a question for Hannah. But since she's not here, I'll just pose it to you instead. Oh, God. I really like my girlfriend. She is cool. Even though she is nice and all, I still have feelings for another girl too. On a few occasions, I have pictured the other girl as I was snogging this girl. Is this bad? Is it cheating? Even though I haven't done anything with the other girl, just hugs and innocent texting during class, maybe a smile here or there, nothing big, is it bad that I'm thinking about another girl while I'm being intimate with another? Should I leave this girl for the other girl? I can't ask my friends, because let's face it, in high school you just can't tell people these things. What should I do? Stay with the girl I like, or go for the girl I can't stop dreaming of? Wow, I feel like Jeremy Kyle reading that out, or someone. This you is know? a tricky one. So, well, what oh, would you suggest? We we. Well, this we is a dilemma, suggest? isn't it? I would suggest. Well, the thing is, he's already started working on Girl A, and he's he's slowly getting there. And if he just stops things with Girl A and he switches to Girl Two, then things could. I mean, if he doesn't really know girl to that well then it could take an awful lot of work to, to even get where he is right now with girl alpha I think what the, I think what we have to say here is that yeah stick with the current girl I feel under pressure because... I feel like that Carlos should get his money's worth that we should actually provide <laughs> helpful information <laughs> to him no 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 look I, uh, well don't don't do anything that would get you arrested. Don't ply them with alcohol. Don't do anything like that. Oh. Just... Oh, God. I've got some good advice. Instead of donating to two people that you've never met on the internet, spend that money on the girl instead. No, 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 there no, no. Go. That's the last thing you want to do. The last thing you want to do... What? ...is buy girls what? gifts. That's the last thing you want to do. It doesn't work. It does, it's not like computer games. It's not like Dragon Age Origins, i.e. to get Morrigan to like you, all you have to do is give her an absolute pile of crap. Well, it's not well like maybe not a pile of life. crap. I mean, that'd be a bit horrible. Chivalry isn't dead, but but you should always... It's in like... a coma. When <laughs> we're thinking about switching off the life support. You shouldn't buy them gifts. But Christmas is coming up. So you can buy... A lovely pearl necklace. You can buy a lovely pearl for your, necklace for not your girlfriend, quite girlfriend if you know that she's going to like it. If she knows about it already, and if you're actually going out, if if it's someone you're not going out with, they're not going to go out with you if you buy them a pearl necklace for Christmas. It's like 
it's like repping up with the new faction. First, you have to actually do the quest. Yeah, that's what it and is. And the final thing that you do is the handing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so you have to do all the quests, basically, first, which are, you know, basic stuff, you know, like take them out to the cinema, whatever kids do these days. They still go to the cinema? They must do. We're not that old. Ding! Gained 500 faction. <laughs> Um, 550 if you're human not text them too much you know that's another thing you, you don't want to do you don't want to seem like needy you have to reply to their texts right but not too much right treat them mean keep them keen that's exactly what it is and it really is so true that, that... because if they think that if they start thinking that yeah. you know you're too, too much into them they'll start thinking that they're too good for you and that way they'll never be interested in you so, never show your interest, unless they're a slut, in which case you're fine. Alex Dursky says he's disappointed that he's asking us to cook a dish because I'm not a woman. Oh dear. He wants he wants us to assign a more manly quest for Yognauts to do. Oh God. That doesn't involve cooking. But that, that requires a completely different segment. What kind of manly things do you think are manly? Like, what, like, doing the lawn mowing or painting the shed? I mean, what's... What counts as la- manly? Painting the shed competition. God, we don't want to like turn into like parents who are like getting yognos to do their chores and stuff. Jesus, what kind of manly stuff can you do that that kind of is a waste of time? You know, that doesn't have any useful merit. Building something with wood. How about like a spice rack? Building a spice rack—that's quite manly. B- putting up a shelf. No, I don't know. Okay, maybe the spice thing is that's difficult as well because then we just have yogurts but... like cutting themselves with saws and oh hitting their thumbs with hammers. We need something safe, manly but safe. Manly but safe and not a chore. Some of them sport. It's quite dangerous. No, no, the yogurts aren't very fit. What? <laughs> what are you trying to say? I think all yognauts are like me and you, Simon. I.e., they probably couldn't run around a football field. They were probably the last person running around the football field. You know, in PE. I was really quick, I have you know. This guy sends me a message, Sam Blackmore. He says, I have a proposal for you. Yog the video game. If you could design a relatively simple game based on the Yog pod, what would it be? It doesn't have to relate to anything you've covered in the episodes as long as it involves you guys and someone named Dave in some way. Preferably as the main playable character. Oh, man. Anyone could help by drawing things. Characters, backgrounds, etc. So this guy wants to make a a video game. Like a really terrible Mario style. I guess it's like a platformer. <laughs> yeah, 2D platformer. Man, that would be incredible, wouldn't it? I quite like the idea of... It's like Mario, but instead of coins, it's Jaffa Cakes that are floating around in the air. I quite like the idea of, um, instead of the princess that you've got to rescue, it's Tina Barrett or or Katy Perry, one or the other. At the end of the map, yeah. Um... But who's stolen her away? Who could be the Bowser, the bad guy in this? Who's the nemesis of the pod, your pod? Miris, maybe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> My friend Dave, he could have done it. He's evil. Um, the man who tasers you on a regular basis. He just comes around to your house, knocks on the door. You open the door and... <laughs> you're tasered. 
maybe we need a nemesis and maybe listeners could help us with that someone who sits in a large black leather chair and has a white cat that they stroke ah oh, yogpod i see you've released a new video on youtube he sounds a little bit like james mason ah oh, i see mm. I'm stroking my cat in a slightly sinister way. Uh, so the answer to that is yes. We definitely want to see a Yogpod video game. And anyone who wants to contribute, artwork, ideas, anything like that, send it all in. Yogscast.gmail.com So, uh, tell me about the Snorri audio. Well, one morning, my new housemate, James, heard a strange noise coming from my room, and he knelt down before the door with his iPhone and recorded a snippet of my snoring. I mean, if I was James, I would have come into the room and walked right up to you so I could get a proper recording. But it shows that he's a good friend, that he didn't do that. It's a bit freaky, um, isn't it? It's a bit... It's a little bit weird. It's not, cre- it's not creepy if it's outside the door. It's like the police sort of, you know, seeing something f- inside the house and saying, you know, it's in plain sight, therefore we can use it as evidence. Rather than, you know, coming in, shoving the iPhone in your face and then you waking up suddenly and freaking out. Oh you God, know, that would be horrible. Waking worse. up, and he's just stood over me, holding out his iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, "Good morning," and you're listening to the Yogpod. Because <laughs> that's how I wake up in the morning. I just say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I'm just by myself, <laughs> I just say that. Could have been worse. He could have actually like took pictures of me and o- uploaded them to Facebook. <laughs> that would have been much, much worse. Yeah, anyway, um, okay, so that's that done. Uh, do you want to do like a little um, Hannah thing, uh, mentioning about the song that she just sings? Um, what song was she even singing? I fell in love with a boy, I fell in love most completely. I'm that's not sure, why, why, why was she singing it? With the world. Why was she singing it anyway? I don't know. Did it happen at like 3am or something? What was the deal? Yeah, she's probably drunk or high or something. I don't know whether I should use it. It's a bit sort of embarrassing. Well, that's ex- that's a perfectly good reason to use it. The whole point was that she recorded it just for us to use. Really? Yes. Okay. So what is this? Is this Hannah's X Factor audition tape or something? It's exactly that, yes. Okay. So Hannah's singing... I fell in love with a boy by whoever that is. Whoever who who is that by? Or is it I fell in love with got, a girl? I got no idea. I kissed a girl. It's not that. It's definitely not that. Anyway, we don't know what the song is, <laughs> but Hannah's singing it. It's Joss Stone. It was Joss oh, Stone. Right, okay. It was Joss Stone. So yeah, let us know what you think of her chances, really. But. 
fell in love with a boy. I fell in love once and almost completely. He's in love with the world, and sometimes his feelings can be so misleading. He tells us, "Are you alright? Oh, I must be fine, 'cause my heart's too beating." Come and kiss me by the riverside. Sarah says it's cool; she don't consider it cheating. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Ventrilo was completely broken earlier. This is the the voice software we use to typically talk to each other over the internet, and so we resorted to using Skype instead. So the audio quality, it's not going to be quite what you're used to, but I think you'll enjoy it anyway. It'll probably be better, I think. Actually, yeah, it probably <laughs> it might is. Be better than what. Don't get used to it, okay? <laughs> Don't get used to that high quality audio. And hopefully you can't hear me fart in the background as I'm talking. Yeah, that's what we were most concerned uh, about. Uh, for some reason. I was literally farting for two minutes solidly <laughs> when we ended that conversation. It just all came out. You were holding it in so it didn't appear on the audio. That's I nearly I gassed myself. That's lovely. Well, that's just lovely, isn't it? Thank you very much. You're welcome, friend. Hello? Hello. Okay, hi. Uh, we'll just, I think we'll just talk a little bit on the phone, and if I can, if I record it uh, and something happens that's funny, then we can use it, but otherwise we won't worry too much about it. Uh, We've missed out on um, Thanksgiving. It's been and gone. Yeah, Thanksgiving's been and gone. People have stuffed their faces and, you know, blah, 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 the usual crap. Delicious turkey and yams. Mm, I don't know what a yam is. What is a yam? It sounds like jam, but it's not anything to do with jam, I don't think. Is it like a parsnip or something? I don't know. Maybe. They do have different words for vegetables. Um, like sauerkraut. Sweet potato? Sweet potato. Is that... Yeah, that might be yams. Yeah, I don't know. No, sweet potato is sometimes called a yam, but a yam isn't necessarily a sweet potato. Oh, for fuck's sake. So it's some sort of root vegetable that we probably don't eat just because no one really knows what it is, so therefore no one would buy it in Sainsbury's. Um... Yams. List of sweet potato diseases. (laughs) Thank you, Wikipedia. (laughs) They have, like... What else do they have at Thanksgiving? Is it, like, cranberry... There's been an event in WoW where you have to basically stuff your face with these things. And it's like spice bread stuffing, cran- cranberry chutney, pumpkin pie. Um... Have you ever suffered from stubby root on your yam? No. It's a terrible disease. <laughs> it sounds debilitating. There's uh... also stunt, and this is a good one. Brown ring of roots. <laughs> it's a terrible disease. To Brown say. ring of roots. Oh dear. Yeah. Hairy roots. <laughs> Lovely. Mottle necrosis. That sounds terrifying. Punky rot. Southern blight. Or scurf. Are these the list of diseases that can affect sweet potatoes? <laughs> oh my god. There's a disease. <laughs> There's a disease called false broom rape. Oh I got no idea. How on earth? What is that? 
the thing is, this is on Wikipedia, so someone might have just made that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't think they have. He actually exists. Like, uh, furry baubles. That's a common illness amongst uh, cranberries. <laughs> oh, no. Just be careful of your false broom rape. Yeah. Uh, if you share a lavatory seat with someone, make sure that you just wipe it off with a bit of um, toilet paper before you sit down. Otherwise, you can get false broom rape. And a brown ring of... What was it called? Brown ring of... Roots. Brown ring of roots. <laughs> you want to get that. You want to, At Christmas, you want to hang that on your door. Like a garland. Yeah. <laughs> brown ring of roots. Lovely. You've you got a burning brown ring of roots. What are the Ooh. other things? Uh, slow roasted turkey... Candied sweet potato. Mmm, candied sweet potato. Is that like a candy apple? I don't think... Uh, well, I... A, a candy potato. <laughs> oh, it's, up. it's like a potato dipped in a sugary coating and then on a stick, I guess. Mmm. <sighs> I've been drinking a drink. Krabby's Green Ginger Wine. John Crabby created his old Scottish green ginger wine in the ancient port of Leith in 1801. Uh, it contains ginger, lemon and orange zest. Lemon and orange zest, I should say. Wild cowslips from Eastern Europe. <laughs> Fragrant oriental cinnamon and cloves. Cowslips? Why is it got, Why would you put cowslips in a drink? What is cowslip? Isn't it like um, a weed? It grows near a river. It's like cow parsley. Is it that white flower? Is that what Flood I'm thinking of? Isn't it cowslip? Cow parsley. Is that what I'm thinking of? Is that right? Possibly. It's called Primula veris. I hope this helps. Oh, thanks, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is me being Hannah. Primula veris, cowslip. It's a flowering plant in the genus Primula. The species is native throughout most of the temperate Europe and Asia, although absent from more northerly areas, including much of northwest Scotland. It appears in northernmost Sutherland and Orkney. So is that? I mean, is that your? Is that what you think Hannah sounds like? <laughs> yes. Yes. Jägermeister, meaning huntmaster. Is a German bitter liqueur. Have you had Jägermeister? Yeah, I've heard of it. I think I've had it. It's got like a deer on the uh, on the bottle. It's a green bottle. It's weird. It's very weird. It contains a, a complex blend of fifty-six herbs, fruits, and spices. Good grief! Is it like Heinz beans? You know, fifty-seven varieties. Hang on a sec. How many herbs and spices are we talking about? 56. Is that like all of them? No. How are they? It's just like, yeah, it's just what he's done is he's got a spice rack and he's just put a bit of everything in. That's what he's done. Look, this is this is the story of Jägermeister, okay? Oh, goodness, okay. Jägermeister Herb Liqueur's founder is called Herbertus. He lost his wife and so he went off into the woods alone to go hunting. 
Hold on, hold, stop, stop. I'm just going to stop you for a second. Herbertus? Yeah, Herbertus. That's his name. So, who's this man? What year was this? He is the Jägermeister. He is the Huntmaster. Right. And this was in... It was a long time ago. I mean, we're talking, you know, 18th, 17th century or something. Okay. So, his wife died, and so he would go hunting, for he is the Huntmaster. Okay. So, completely on his own, he goes off into the woods, and one day he sees a magnificent stag just stood there, and between its antlers there's floating this little cross, just floating in the air between the antlers of this stag. And Herbertus took this as being like a, a vision that God sent him. And he his life changed completely. He gave away everything that he owned. And he started founding monasteries around Germany. And eventually he became known as the patron saint of hunters. Um, and obviously one day at a monastery... He's he's making some beer or something, and it goes off, and it's got like this really weird complex taste to it, and he thinks, oh, it's like a horrible kind of greeny browny color. It was like Alice. Beer. It was like Alexander <laughs> Fleming discovering penicillin. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was like. <laughs> yeah, and and he's got like this large vat of beer, and it's gone off, and by by complete coincidence, Anders, who's like, um, I'm not sure who he is. So you've introduced he's... a new character here, yeah, very and... late in the story, a man it's named fine. Anders. Anders, he's he's like, um, like, he does odd jobs around the monastery. Right, he's like a he's like and... the janitor. Yeah, he's kind of like the janitor of the monastery, and he's putting up a spice rack. Right. In the kitchen. And the kitchen is where the beer's made. Okay, obviously. And so he's putting, he's putting this spice rack up, and it's right above where the vat is of this beer that's gone off. It's an unprecedentedly like... large spice rack. You know, we've never seen the like before in the world. Yeah. This, 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 so many. It had 56 different exactly. spices. Yeah. And instead of just putting the empty spice rack up on the wall and then nailing in the brackets and stuff, he like loads all the spices onto it first, and then attempts oh, to nail it. Silly face. Anders! He's trying to like save time by cutting corners, mm-hmm. which is very un-German. And disaster strikes, Lewis. Disaster strikes. You're not going to believe this, but the spice rack falls off of its brackets, its faulty brackets, and these 56 herbs and spices fall into this vat oh my of God. Off horrible beer. And that is how Jägermeister liqueur was born. What a ah! terrific story. That's what the hell was that? It's being born. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. I thought a baby had got in here or something. I mean, to scare you like that. Uh, it sounded like quite alien it's terrifying um the sound effects I, I i keep on file of the baby crying it could also be a seagull couldn't it 
Na raas mo. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's Jägermeister, Hunt, Hunt Master, and he he really did think that he saw. <laughs> Careful wording. He really did believe that he he thought that he might have seen <laughs> a stag with magnificent antlers and a cross just hovering between the antlers. It's a little bit weird, isn't it? Mm, a little bit, yeah. But, uh... He looked down and he's got, like, this bottle of Jaeger in his hand. And then he, like, does a double take at the stag. And then he throws the bottle away. <laughs> <laughs> Vowing never to drink again. Yeah. I mean, um... You hear about all these, like, um... Trappist monks and stuff living out in the the middle of you know little monasteries and making their own brewing their own beer um and you know it's, they often win awards don't they you know they win like the um best beer in the world it's some completely obscure beer that no one's ever heard of and it's from some bunch of isolated monks out in belgium somewhere or just in the middle of mm. bloody nowhere you know bishop's finger not to be confused with um stinky bishop which is a cheese. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yes. Well, it could well be confused. Some of these beers are very odd tasting, aren't they? And they're all very, very niche. Very, very niche beers. You know, they're not um, very nice often. They're very, they're, or they're very, very dark, or they're very hoppy, or they're very, like, um, cloudy. You know, they're not what you typically buy in a pub. I'm browsing Cheesepedia. <laughs> is there like a Wikipedia for everything now? You know, because I heard about this wiki. There's, a, there's like you know, this enormous Star Trek Wikipedia and uh, Star oh, Wars wiki and everything wiki. Like, oh, Red Windsor. Now that's a nice looking cheese. That could also be a Trappist beer, couldn't it? Made in Her Majesty's commission. Red Windsor is a pale cream English cheddar cheese. Made using pasteurised cow's milk, marbled with a wine, often a Bordeaux wine, or a blend of port and brandy. How is cheese made? Mm. What? I mean, what... Yeah, how is cheese made, Simon? Well, if you browse Cheesepedia, I'm sure it would tell you. No, but tell me, just tell me. Since the dawn of time, mankind has struggled to deal with great questions of life. Why am I here? Why do the stars spin in the sky? And most important of all, the great question, what is cheese? This is a question which has puzzled scientists, theologians, and a everyday man in the street for centuries. The very nature of cheese is hard to pin down, Lewis. What is cheese made of? Can it be used as a wall insulation? <laughs> is it sentient? Where are you reading this? Cheesepedia. Oh. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Thorough research into the field has answered at least two of these three questions. We now know that cheese is made from a substance known as milk, the source of which remains yet a further mystery to the ears, <laughs> eyes and nose of science. 
which which yields the delicious substance known as cheese when it is churned, fermented, and generally treated badly by a bunch of farmers in a shed. Now we all we also know that cheese can be used as a wall insulation, albeit fairly poor insulation <laughs> and terribly pungent. The final question is cheese sentient remains unanswerable by the modern brain of science. Experiments have shown that some cheeses are capable of simple mathematical equations, such as adding the numbers 1 and 2, or calculating the value of pi to no more than 200 places. Other cheeses have shown a much less impressive display of intelligence by responding to fairly banal stimuli, such as the daytime television program The Jeremy Kyle Show. Brilliant. I hope this has helped. Thank you. I, I guess my question is that you can obviously leave milk to go off and it turns to cheese, right? Under mm-hmm. certain conditions. Mm-hmm. So it has to be fairly controlled. Because if you just leave milk to go off in the fridge, it goes all green and sour and disgusting. And that's not cheese. Um, is it? No. Uh, <laughs> how do they do it? You know, and how it's do magic, they get all the different really. varieties? Because obviously magic. they must have different bacteria to have all the different varieties. And how do they control them? And how it's, how has it been controlled so long? Is it just the nature in which they're stored, or is it the like? Do they have to cover it? Often they cover it in wax, don't they, to like seal it up? Um, and do they make it from butter, or do they make it from milk? It's made does, from it, milk. does it depend on the it's cheese? Butter. But isn't butter effectively just made from milk? It's completely different. Butter and cheese is crazy. The only thing that is similar to butter and cheese is dairyly, because that's kind of like half butter, half cheese. Sometimes you may have run out of butter, you want something to put on your toast, so all you have is dairyly, so you put dairyly on and then you smear your jam on. Whoa, I've never done that. Have you ever done that? That sounds horrible. I might have done. Like cheese, cheesy jam. It's like cheesecake. It is like cheesecake. you got the hard toast base, which is like the base, the biscuity base. Yeah, but they don't really use cheese in cheesecake. Instead of cheese. Yeah, cheesecake is made with cheese. Yeah, but not like Stilton or anything. It's like a very sort of soft Soft Philadelphia-style cheese. It's not like... Or like dairy leaves. It's not like Gouda. You know, it's not just like a layer of Edam and then, you know, a layer of, like, you know, soft... Did I mention any of those cheeses, Lewis? No, I didn't. I mentioned the cheese spread dairily, which you could make cheesecake with. If you made a cake with dairily, I would vomit <laughs> out of my eyeballs. Imagine. <laughs> like, you have to unwrap each of those fucking triangles individually. <laughs> It'd take days. Jesus. Oh, can you imagine what that would look like? Just this pile of dairily triangles in your bowl. Like oh, lovely! And then you put the strawberry jam in, mix it up. Oh, oh, it'd be delicious! Fucking hell! Sounds disgusting. That's our recipe of the week because we're we're not having Hannah do an, do one this week. No, I said another one. <laughs> oh, www.cookingwithhannah.com. Uh, so. <laughs> 
this week, me and Lewis, we're going to be cooking cheesecake with Dairy Lee and strawberry jam. Um, <laughs> instead of a biscuit base of like digestive biscuits crumbled up, we're using old toast. The crumbs of <laughs> old toast. Old toast. You make it sound like some sort of <laughs> wizard, you know. Yeah. Old toast. Old toast's peculiar. So, if you don't have any toast, what you should do is toast some bread, and then you have toast. I hope and then you can crumble it up, I guess, into... What you could do is, if you have a toaster that you use fairly frequently, that you've never cleaned out, just get a bowl... Tip the toaster upside down over oh, the bowl. Oh no! And then you have like lots of lovely, delicious toast crumbs to use as your your cheesecake base. Okay, so what do we get? We get a nice cheesecake cooking dish. We pop in yes. a bit of butter to start with and smear that around so it doesn't stick. And then yeah. the, the toast crumbs go in. Toast crumbs, and then you pat them down to make a firm base. Okay. Uh, and then you add a layer of dairy triangles. <laughs> this is so fucked up. A layer of dairy triangles. And then on top of the dairy triangles, you have a lovely thin... No, actually, make quite a generous thick layer of strawberry or raspberry jam. Raspberry. No other kinds. It has to be strawberry or raspberry for this recipe. Oh, I wonder if anyone's going to make this. This would be amazing. Oh, dear. No, I don't think you can. I don't think you can. It's just, that's it not how amazing. cheesecake is made, is it? Is it really yes, it made is. using cheese? Yes, of course it is. I thought that was just an, like a word that was was just used for, to describe... Like the... carrot cake. It's made with carrot. Cheesecake is made with cheese. I don't believe you, man. I just don't believe you. Look a recipe. Look up a recipe for cheesecake, and it'll say, you know, use fourteen dairy triangles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, I really want people to make this cheesecake. My delicious recipe for cheesecake. That's fine. It's fine, isn't it? It's all, (laughs) it's all pasteurised. It's all nice stuff. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure about the the toaster crumbs bit. Maybe people could just you know grind up some bourbons or something, or put put a layer of like custard creams in or something. No, like no, that. no, 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 no. You have to use toast. It has to be toast, dairy leet, and jam. That's the the holy trilogy, trinity <laughs> even, of Simon's cheesecake surprise. That's the name. What's the surprise? This. Yeah. Surprise is it, it's not really cheesecake, is it? It's just like toast with dairy lee and jam. The surprise is it tastes great. How about that? It does. It's amazing. Well, I'm looking forward to, to seeing those. Um, seeing the pictures of that coming in. Email your pictures of Simon's Cheesecake Surprise to yogscast at gmail.com forward slash how do you spell that ml uh (laughs) i don't know (laughs) how do you spell that i don't know p 
What kind of? I mean, what kind of cheese is your favourite cheese, man? I don't even know, really. I mean, if you if you're in Sainsbury's, you get you pick up your butter singles. Oh no! Those horrible, in America, in America, they call that American cheese. Do they? That kind of cheese. So it's just like yeah. squeezed into a flat, disgusting slice, and you just yeah pop it on your burger. Oh dear, oh. Uh, it's awful. I mean, no. If you're at the cheese like section of Sainsbury's, what do you tend to? Hello, my man, I say to the man behind the counter. He says, oh, Simon, you've returned. Oh, what cheese can I help you with today? I'm like, oh, let me think. Oh, and I'm browsing this this amazing selection of cheese that's on offer. My mouth is watering. And I say, "Um, can I have um, a mature Irish cheddar, please? And he says, oh, excellent choice. Simon, oh, excellent. And he cuts off a bit of it. And I say, no, no, can I have a little bit more than that, please? And he says, oh, certainly, Simon. He cuts another bit off. And I say, no, no, can I have a little bit more? And he says, oh, certainly. And then he, he gets a cheese wire and he cuts a little bit more. And then I say, actually, just forget it. He can't do it right. Fuck off. <laughs> what do you mean? That does, that's a very strange... Desire of yours, like <laughs> it happens to me sometimes. I just, I just turn in an instant. <laughs> it's such an odd fantasy. Just, you know, you just end, end getting furious with him and just saying, "Forget it." <laughs> and let's just end the podcast now. So, thanks for listening to this week's Yog Pod. Tune in next week. For more rubbish. Is it really going to be a week? For the, you know, when the next one's out? Uh, I mean, two weeks is probably more, more yeah. reasonable. Send your donations and mail to yogscast at gmail.com. Goodbye. Goodbye. But.